0: With the 14th pick in the 2019 NBA Draft, the Boston Celtics select Romeo Langford, Grant Williams, Carson Edwards, Tremont Waters, Vincent
1: Poirier, Javante Green, Robert Williams
0: III, Jimmy Ojale, Brad
1: Wanamaker, Daniel Tice, Dennis Cantor, Marcus Smart,
0: Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown,
1: Jason Tatum,
0: Kemba Walker. Welcome back to From the Rafters, presented by Bannertown USA and Parquet Press. Feels like forever since I've been on this podcast, but it's only been the normal amount of time. I don't know why. Uh, Lots of news to talk about since the last time we were here uh, with Tom Westerholm. The schedule came out. Uh, just today, when we're recording this, um, lots of quotes coming out from players and coaches. So Sam and I are excited to discuss everything. But I guess we'll just start off with the schedule. Uh, Sam, what do you think of the Celtic schedule? What's your instant thoughts?
1: Well, I think we knew what the games were going to be, but it, it's nice that uh, you see dates next to the games now. It's really yeah. exciting. I'm also really pumped because, like, a lot of the game. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to miss games because of uh, work. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna I'm yeah. not gonna have that conflict. So I'm really pumped about that. I hate missing games.
0: Yeah. It's also different because I feel like with this quarantine thing, it's getting leased a little bit up, like eased up, but everyone's still gonna be home, so I won't like have anything to do but watch basketball. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna have any other plans. I'm just gonna be able to sit at home and watch these Celtics games. Alright. So we open up with Milwaukee, which is tough, but honestly, I'm kind of glad we open up with such a tough matchup, because it'll give me a good read on how well the Celtics are going to be able to play coming back from this huge break. What do you think about playing Milwaukee first?
1: Well, yeah, I think you're right. I think it gives um, them a good test right off the bat. Um, You know, you'll see... Two of the top teams in the East going at it. They're going to probably have to play Milwaukee in the playoffs if they want to go to the finals. Yep. Um, speaking of Milwaukee, Giannis today on a conference call said the NBA title in Orlando is going to be the toughest championship you could ever win. I agree. So, <laughs> so, so much for the Astrid's next to the championship.
0: Yeah. I mean, at least
1: in Giannis's eyes.
0: I get what he's saying. Like, if you think about it, no one has obviously the um, disadvantage of playing away, but they also don't get to play at home. Like the home court advantage isn't really a thing in this playoffs. And I feel like that's one of the biggest things, most important things in a normal playoff setting. So not having that is honestly going to be gigantic. So maybe he's right. Maybe this is harder than normal instead of uh, easier.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm still bummed that there aren't going to be the home fans, especially at the Garden.
0: Uh, No, yeah, I agree. It, It definitely sucks, but... You know it is what it is. I guess better than
1: nothing. And It's nice to actually have something happening in the summer rather than nothing.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So the rest of, this of the Celtics schedule is the Bucks on July thirty first, the Blazers on the second, Heat on the fourth, Nets on the fifth, Raptors, Magic, Grizzlies, Wizards. Overall, I don't think our schedule's that hard. Like I don't think it's that bad of a schedule. What do you, What do you think? I mean, we play the Heat the Bucks and the Raptors. And other than that, it's Wizards, Grizzlies, Magic, uh, Blazers, Nets.
1: Like, well, it... the Nets is going to be a pushover because you have guys not playing. Yep. Stuff like that. Um, you want them to beat Memphis for sure because of the draft pick. You want to get Memphis in the lottery. 100%. Um and then when they play the playoff teams, I think that's good because they're going to get a tune-up. Uh, You definitely don't want them to go in without – play- I wish their schedule was harder, to be honest. I wish they were playing all these hard teams because they would have to step it up, you know. um, if, if it was too easy, they might not be ready come playoff time. I mean, hopefully – Yeah, I, I see that, I guess. Like we talked about with Tom on Friday, I hope that they are able to move up to the second seed just for the matchup in the first round rather than playing Philadelphia. Even yeah. though – I think, well, this year they haven't fared well against Philadelphia, even though Mm -hmm. most of the games have been close. And um, especially there was the first game at the Garden when they went to inbound the ball and Jalen Brown got tackled and they didn't call anything and kind of screwed them over.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's – I don't know. I feel like we match up fine against Philly just because we didn't play necessarily too well in the regular season doesn't concern me that much. Um, I had something I was going to say, but I can't – Quite remember at the moment, but I feel like the Celtics are going to be fine against all those teams. I know there have been quotes in the media talking about how the Celtics are like going to be fine for Orlando, like, all no one's opting out. Everyone's healthy right now, which is crazy. Yeah. Like most teams have players that aren't healthy, so it's so lucky to me that we're all healthy and all able to travel to Orlando. And Brad Stevens is saying that, and I think it's great. I think it's a miracle, honestly. I figured there'd be at least one.
1: I'm glad for the most. Well, I mean, obviously, you're happy everyone's healthy, but yeah. I'm really happy no one is like concerned or worried or anything about that. Yeah, because yes. you so don't exactly. want them being distracted if they're going to. Try and win. I mean, obviously, like, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, uh, health comes first and everything, but nobody's blowing things out of proportion on the team. They're all they're all they're all in. Uh, they're all for trying yeah. their best to win a championship. That's why they're going to Orlando. That's what they want to do. Um, I, everyone being healthy, everyone going is very good. And like you say, no one's going to opt out to play, which is yeah. very good because that means. Obviously, everyone is going to be there. You're not going to have to fill in that missing piece like certain mm-hmm. teams will have to.
0: Yeah, I agree. I remember what I was going to say. You mentioned like how you want the Celtics to get the two seed, and yeah. I think that's even more important now because we see the Nets with Dinwiddie and Jordan uh, getting Corona and opting out, which I completely respect the decision. Like you, obviously, got to stay healthy. Did for your Dinwiddie family. opt out or did no? He, he did. No, I was just gonna correct but Jordan. Myself. Did. He hasn't. Yes, Jordan did. Jordan Wilson sure Chandler did. did. Um, Nick Claxton's hurt, Kyrie and KD are hurt. So the Nets are really in a tough spot right now. So I think that two seed is important, more important now than it ever has been for the Celtics to try to climb up to. And it's only three games, and I don't know exactly what the Raptors' schedule is, but I'm going to go look right now. Well, but they played the I, Celtics
1: once, so yeah.
0: that's one game that...
1: That we can get about.
0: back on them. So let's see. The Raptors' schedule <clears throat> looks like... It's at the bottom. Uh the Lakers, the Heat, the Magic, the Celtics, the Grizzlies, the Bucks, the Sixers, the Nuggets. <laughs>
1: so they have a tougher schedule than the yeah.
0: by far. That is not an easy schedule. I mean, the Raptors are a good team and they were they were really hot uh right before the season got suspended, but I don't know. That's definitely tough. <sighs> I don't know. I, I feel like the Celtics are able are and can cop them for the two seed if they play hard enough. It's just a matter of how the chips fall, I guess, how well everybody adapts to the new climate of playing in Orlando, which is definitely yeah. new. Mo-
1: moving up three games and eight games, you know, with only eight games to play is a uh, mm-hmm. tall task, but you never know. Um, yeah. I don't really know what the situation is lower in the city, Uh, the standings like with Philly and the other teams, like how close they are, but I shouldn't mm-hmm. know that. But
0: I don't think it's that close to where there's a question about it. I think Philly's clinch playoffs. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, I think everybody except for the seven, the Nets and the Magic have clinched the playoffs in the East. So I can they tell you can't the, be
1: that close.
0: Yeah, I can tell you the standings right now. I have it up on my phone. Let's see. So the Sixers are shows me games behind. Right. Yep. The Sixers and the Pacers are two games behind the Heat, who are two and a half games behind the Celtics who are three games behind the Raptors. So it's like technically everybody could move up to the two seed. Like if the Raptors lose every game and the Sixers win every game, the Sixers could get the two seed, which is weird. But like, yeah, because they're six, they're five and a half games behind, right? Am I doing math right? No, no, I don't know. They're, they're enough. They're close enough where anybody could get the two seed realistically like hypothetically but realistically it's probably down between the Raptors and the Celtics for the two and three seed so um oh my god I lost my no I lost what I was gonna say <laughs> but um I mean I don't think I don't think anybody besides the Celtics obviously could catch the Raptors I think it's up to them and then four five six is kind of upper grabs too and the west is just a giant mess in my opinion I think the West is a complete mess, and I couldn't tell you who's going to get what seat out there. Uh, not that I think it matters, obviously, because I think the one or two seed is just going to destroy everybody else. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I don't, It's weird. Moving on to other news I saw in the media a few days ago, they're going to have a delay on the broadcast. You see this? To filter out cuss words and trash talk.
1: Uh, oh, that's something you were excited for.
0: I know. I'm so pissed. Like, why? Like, I understand you have some young fans, but don't, like, delay your broadcast and, like, scramble to edit out some words that you hear people say. I just feel like that's, first of all, not going to be easy to do. And second of all, it's just not, like, I don't think it's that necessary. I think you'll be fine just leaving them in. It's not the end of the world. You know what I'm saying? What do you think? <laughs>
1: Well, here's the thing that's the first thing that I thought of when you said the delay is uh like hopefully if they are gonna delay it, hopefully they do a good job if they're gonna do crowd noise if they make it that way, they have time to mm-hmm. edit it, so it's like more realistic, yeah, I true. guess there's not gonna be that um i don't know they can they can probably do things to make it work better I would imagine, and I if that's yeah. the case, it'll probably be more enjoyable to watch um there's probably no I mean, there's no alternative to um, cleaning up the trash talk because yeah. you say there are kids that watch, and you know if one of the players says the n word or something like that, <laughs> yeah. and it's on TV at Disney World, it's not going to be very good for anybody. So, yeah, no. <laughs> if you really think about it, there, there, there should not be a surprise. Yeah, maybe it's
0: the best, I suppose. <laughs> um. We're seeing quotes from players come out in the media now, too. Uh, I know, I'm pumped. Kemba yeah. is all over the place
1: today. He's excited to be back. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: He feels good. He's happy that he has his knees feeling good. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm just pumped. I'm super pumped.
0: Yeah, like, I'm not saying Kemba wasn't playing good before the break, but he definitely didn't look like himself. Like, you could tell something was wrong. Right. Like in that, like after the, ever since the all-star break, you could tell something was up with his knee or you could tell something up with his like shot. Like he wasn't shooting the same way he was uh, in the months leading up to the all-star break. So I think, yeah, Yeah. I mean, I think this was, he said in a quote uh, that it was super helpful for him to like get his health back, get his knees under him. And if we have a healthy Kemba, Jalen and Jason in the playoffs, I don't like, I don't see any. And Gordon Hayward. Exactly. Yeah, I mean I I feel like Paul Pierce said this recently. He goes, I feel like the Celtics have the best roster in the league. I don't know. I mean maybe he's right. Like most well rounded roster in the league. Who else has a more well rounded roster? Like the Lakers. I love having Paul Pierce in the media. A lot of
1: people don't. (laughs) Because like most of the media is always anti Celtics and like he's not. So like it's really nice having someone like out there talking your trash for you. But you sit back and you're like, "Yeah, that's our guy." Say what you want about him, but that's hard. Our- he's ours. It's a nice
0: little balance. It balances everything out a little bit. I think.
1: I hate people. That, I, him being in the media kind of sucks because people disrespect him now. Like they, they yeah. think he's like he was trash and like he's stupid and stuff like that. And like, I don't think that's very fair to him, but he probably doesn't even care. I
0: highly doubt that he cares. Yeah, I don't think it gets to him that much. He was roasting Jalen Rose the other day. I don't know if you saw this, but they were comparing Giannis to different players as if, like, Giannis was different heights. So Jalen Rose was like, oh, if Giannis was 6'3", he'd be Russell Westbrook. Uh, But if Giannis was 6'6", he'd be Michael Jordan. And Paul Pierce just laughed at him. Because, like, what? He would not be Michael Jordan if he was 6'6". Michael Jordan had a jump shot. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. i trying to think who he could be.
1: I don't yeah. know. I feel like that's such a stupid – I hate ESPN.
0: Yeah, they just do – That's such they, a
1: stupid segment. Why <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, find something – I mean, I guess, like, there's really not a lot to talk about right now. But, like – Find something better. Find though, something just,
0: better than that. At least, like, if you're going to come up with something creative, you know what I mean? Like a creative segment to do. Make it relevant to what's happening. Don't just do, or, like, oh, be honest. Even, even if you're going to gonna do a segment like
1: that, right? Do yeah. it for like multiple players. Don't just do it for Giannis. Do it for like you could yeah. do like okay. So what if Giannis was six three? But then like say what if like all right. So what, Russell Westbrook. What if he was Giannis's height or stuff like that? Like yeah. Like do like a bunch of players. Don't just do one. I hate when they do that. They focus on one player, and like I feel like when you do that, you please a very small amount of people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: rather than like entertaining like m- multiple fan bases with that. I feel like you. I, I don't <laughs> care about Giannis. I don't I don't yeah. care about him. He doesn't exactly. play for the Celtics. I don't want to listen to things about Giannis. I mean, he's a great player, and like sure, like his highlights are fun to watch, but like I don't want to sit and listen to people talk about Giannis. I don't. And I just like somebody that is a Bucks fan probably doesn't want to sit and listen to talk about uh people talk about uh Celtics players or anybody. You know, like that's just how it is. And yeah. That's honestly, I don't like the national media or at least ESPN as much because, like, I I think TNT does a better job when they do their stuff because they focus on whatever teams are on that day. Mm-hmm. I guess ESPN does as well, but I don't know. It's there's there's a difference. People listening will understand. Like, there is a difference between the 100%. two. But local networks are by far the way to go. But yeah, I agree. I wish they were more popular. Um, uh, like amongst, I mean, I guess they're local, so.
0: And you really can't yeah. be,
1: but I wish that was like a more well-known thing. I wish local I, I, networks got more respect because I don't think
0: they do. I do love inside the NBA though; they do it right, like chucking them. So they do good, a great yeah.
1: job. Hundred percent. They're entertaining and They're funny. Um, I just they. don't think ESPN has that. I don't watch. I, I, I don't watch ESPN broadcasts. I don't either, unless
0: it's the only one that I can watch. They just only talk about the star players, and it, it just kills them because they don't know like what the fans actually want to listen to, which is – they're just not in touch with their audience. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's, it's different. Um, some more news, I guess, to move into uh, – maybe not so much actual NBA, but uh, 2K21 has announced their cover athletes for two of the – Two of them. Yeah. There's three – there's a third one coming tomorrow. And if it's not Kobe, we're going to riot because that would be ridiculous, I think. I, I, I don't see how they could not make it Kobe.
1: Well, here's the thing, if they make it Kobe, like people are going to be like, "Oh, like they're using Kobe to make money." Cuz if they put Kobe on a cover, it's going to be the legend edition yeah. which costs more money than the regular edition.
0: True. So like but then, people that way. Cuz then if they don't put Kobe,
1: then everyone's going to be like, it, "How are you going to do it?" It's a lose-lose lose for them because like <laughs> yeah. if they don't put him, people are going to be pissed. If they do put him, then some people are going to nitpick. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll do Vince Carter since he retired. I don't I, I, I don't know.
0: Maybe they'll put Vince on the Legend edition and Kobe on the normal one or vice versa. But
1: Well, it, no, they, it, they're they not going to. They have. You're, you're just about to say what they did. There's only three editions.
0: Oh, true, I guess. I mean, I don't know. And J.R. Smith just signed for the Lakers. So Yep, I just got that notification yeah. too. <laughs> yeah,
1: so good luck I to him.
0: Like, I don't get it. I don't get how LeBron can let him be on his team still, but Godspeed. Good luck. Anyways, uh, what do you think of the 2K covers is what I was going to ask you. Dame and Zion.
1: Damian Lillard, I feel like he got. I mean, I understand what they're trying to do. Um, at least putting Zion on the new, like the new systems cover, like saying like, oh, you know, he's going to be a star in the future, like the next gen. I get it. Um, I think
0: Damian Lillard deserves to be on the cover. I don't
1: know about Zion. He's played half a season. That's what I was um, going to say.
0: I feel like it should have been Luca or Jason Tatum, even like over Zion. I would
1: have taken Luca, obviously yeah. Tatum, but as. Without bias, I would take Luca yeah, for sure.
0: Realistically, I feel like Luca deserved it a lot more. But...
1: I wouldn't have been surprised to see Tatum because he is like a two K athlete, I guess. Like, he's yes, like part of
0: their thing. Like he's yeah. in with them.
1: Um, I'm kind of bummed. I would have liked to have Tatum on the cover. I mean, it doesn't really matter.
0: I'm not going to buy a disc <laughs> yeah. copy anyway. Exactly. So it doesn't matter that much. But I mean, I feel um, like he could be at some point in his career. Maybe oh, him he probably he for sure
1: will be yeah because he like I said he's already in with them it just it's gonna be a matter of time maybe the next year if he continues to have a monster season next year or whatever um, I definitely it would definitely be cool to get like a poster of the cover if he was on it yeah I'd be very apt to do so um, but it's funny me and my friends were talking about 2K and so like they say like if you I think if you buy the, so, you, we have Xbox One. So, if you buy it for the Xbox One and then you buy the new system, I think it carries over, like that you own the game. I'm not really? sure. But, like, then someone said, like, <laughs> well, what, like, does all, does all your progress carry over? Like, do you have to start a new My Player or Ooh, My Team? That's so, tough. like, those are questions I hope that people answer soon. Do you plan on getting the new Xbox? Yeah. I, I honestly might get old systems because I really want to play Spider Man and my Me friends too. are being a bunch of, uh, uh stubborn stubborn guys um new spider man sick I love Spider-Man Spider-Man's my favorite um <laughs> character ever. Um I bought a PS4 solely for the first game. Uh so I'll probably do the same for the second game. Uh I'm kind of bummed it wasn't um another Peter Parker story because I was really excited for that after playing the first game. But um
0: you know, this will be fun too, for sure. Oh yeah. I never got a chance to play the first one. Maybe I'll I'll buy it I'll and put it, it over quarantine.
1: You haven't even seen the first three movies. You need to watch I, them. Dude, I we I We talked like... about this months ago. You need to watch <laughs> those movies. Those movies are the bet my favorite movies, like of all time.
0: I feel like I have seen I've definitely seen some Spider-Man movies. I don't know which ones I've seen, but I've I've hundred percent seen certain Spider-Man movies. Like I've seen I couldn't tell you the names of them. I saw the one where he was like Oh, God, he was—he <laughs> was like dating this girl, and then her dad was like something. I no, you—you I... saw, you
1: saw the bad Spider-Man movies, okay?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Then I saw—I also saw Into the Spider-Verse. I don't know if you saw that. that. Was That's a good, good movie. That was really good. I enjoyed that. But I'm just generally not a movie person. I'm like I have a very short attention span. So like, but once I like start watching a movie, I get into it and enjoy it. But just the thought of sitting down somewhere and just staring at a screen, like, even though I do that for video games, so I guess my logic is flawed, but I just like, I don't like movies that much. I'd rather watch a TV show, as weird as it sounds. I don't know.
1: I know I have to watch. I just never have been. Yeah, I, I understand that. Um, I, I do mean, you
0: think I have a digital code for those three movies?
1: I don't know <laughs> if it's expired, but if it's not, I will give it to you.
0: I, yeah, I mean, I, I'll gladly take it. I'll watch it eventually. I, I I learned not to make promises of when I'll watch things because I always break the promises and then I feel bad. But eventually, I'll, I'll probably get around to watching them. But. Um, I'm going to – I I don't
1: know if uh, it's still, like, valid, but I think I have a digital code for them, so I will send it your way. That way you don't yeah, even have yeah. to buy them.
0: Yeah, I bet. I appreciate it, but – um, I'm seeing more things coming in. I'm trying to read it. Sorry, guys. Uh, just coming in all these quotes, like it's a lot to take in at once, like Jalen Adams signed with the Blazers, uh, a Blazers, um, play-by-play announcer stepping down. I'm just seeing all this stuff and I'm trying to take it in so I can talk about it, but it's all coming in so fast. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to sift through it to get the good stuff. Um, something big I did see was Rick Carlisle's quote. Did you see this? No. What did he say? He was like, they've informed us that there's going to be no restrictions on age or anything to do with age in Disney world. So all coaches who are like o- older than 70 and all staff members are fine to go as long as they are healthy and everything. So I thought that was big. Cause I know we talked about if like Popovich and Carlisle would have to wear a mask or something different.
1: Oh uh, yeah. I mean. It's good. Like you say, you like, you didn't want to see them with masks on. And I don't think uh, I would either. I don't, I don't see why they would have to. Um, Yeah. The logic never made sense to me either. And I think Kemba makes a good point. He was talking about, um, I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) What happened? Uh, I just saw a tweet. I'll send it to you. Um, I was saying, I don't even remember what I was saying. Oh, Kemba was saying the bubble, you know, he, he feels like the <laughs> regulations are going to be strong enough to where he's not worried about um, getting sick or spreading sickness or anything like that.
0: Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> what you said, <somebody> it's funny. funny. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I, I didn't think they would end up actually <laughs> – like implementing any regulations because that's just not fair. And if they were to implement anything, it should be that everybody else has to wear a mask to protect like the older coaches or whatever. But I think they're fine the way it is. I don't think anybody will get sick because the older guys aren't wearing masks. I think that was a stupid thought uh, in the first place, but uh, moving on, we're seeing, I know we like touched on it, but uh, Dinwiddie, Jordan, Jordan, uh, lots of players from the Nets, lots of players all over the league, like a lot of players on the Kings, specifically Jabari Parker, who is in the news for playing basketball in a local park after he was announced that he tested positive for the coronavirus. You see that?
1: <laughs> I didn't see that, but um, yeah,
0: that's like, what do you it's not a good look for him, but no. like that's just so why would they do? Why would he do that? Like, what is going through his mind? It's like, huh? News just broke all over Twitter that I have Corona. Let me go out in public without a mask. Like what? <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, it's tough because,
1: like, Corona. I, I I don't
0: know. I it just it's just such a weird situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Seventy Sixers. Brett Brown says no one has tested positive and no one has opted out. So. Sixers are going to be good to go. Uh, the Lakers' restart roster looks a little bit different with J.R. Smith, but uh, they're sh- they should be good to go. The Heat said they're good to go. I mean, it's looking like uh, the NBA is going to be looking pretty normal as far as, like, star players go. Like, Dinwiddie, I feel like, is the biggest guy, and he hasn't even confirmed if he's going or not. And other than that, um, unless I'm forgetting anybody, I think – Goal Jokic tested positive. Yes, but he did he opt out? He said he's still going, right? He's going. Yeah, I, mean, I can't imagine. I don't understand why. Unless you
1: got a family, like I don't get it. You know, why? Why would you not go? Kemba said it best. He said, uh, "What do you say?" He said, "I just saw it." He said, "He's a single man with no kids, so he's gonna be fine." All I do is stay in the house, anyways. So there's nothing wrong with me staying in the room. <laughs> Actually, looking forward to it because I'm ready to play basketball. And it's going to be set up so we can have fun. So, I mean, it sounds like a good time. I'd imagine yeah. that there are going to be things that they can do in this bubble. I'd imagine there's going to be sections of the park they can go to. Maybe not. I don't the know. Golf
0: courses, I think, will be open.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's going to be stuff they can do. Yeah. They're not going to be Disney born, World though. is not the worst place on earth to be locked down. <laughs>
0: Very true, very true. I'd much rather be locked down in Disney World than anywhere else, honestly. It, I feel like they can accommodate so many people so well that it'll be fine. Like They'll have pools, they'll have golf courses, maybe one of the parks, I don't know. They'll be fine. Yeah. No. I, I don't see any problem.
1: I'm personally very excited for the NBA to come back. It's yeah. We've got 30 days left. You're going to be getting a lot of news coming up soon. So we're going to get A ton of new uh, content to talk about, which is exciting because it has been a tough couple of months in terms of content.
0: (laughs) For sure. The first first one we did after the NBA got suspended, I think, was the worst because we just had nothing. Like there was just – like at least now we have tweets and like news of stuff breaking, but then there was nothing to talk about. Right. Something I was going to say is do you think – uh, you mentioned families and how Kemba said he was single, no kids, so he'll be fine to travel. Do you think Deuce will go to Disney World with Tatum? I can't imagine that he wouldn't. Like it's like perfect, perfectly set up for him to go. So, like, do you think it'll be like Deuce and Tatum's mom? Because that's kind of the vibe we've been seeing, and maybe his dad. I don't know. I don't know how.
1: I I know his mom. Like they they all live in the same building. I think the apartment yeah. building. So yeah. I I would imagine. I know they're very close, the two of them. So. I would imagine that she would go. I don't know how that's all going to work right away, if they can go right away. I think, like they said, like after a certain date, they're going to let families come. But then that yeah. doesn't make sense because then you'd be adding new people to the bubble after it's been established. Yeah, yeah. I really don't like that we have to talk about a bubble.
0: It's just weird. I just,
1: just like, because, like We're not sound- even talking about the game itself. We're talking about the plan to like make sure people don't get sick.
0: Yeah, it's, it's the news, though. That's what it is right now, I guess. I don't know. It's tough. I, I can't
1: wait till we have games to talk about. I really can't.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, did you see the Utah Jazz uh, got into it with a fan? Gobert and Donovan Mitchell did. Uh, the NBA tweeted out that they're going to paint Black Lives Matter on the court uh, for all the games, which I think is great. I think it's, I respect what they're doing, like what the Premier League is doing, and they're letting people write on their jerseys. But a Utah Jazz fan tweeted out, like, if you do that, you've lost a fan for life. And Donovan Mitchell tweeted back, bye. <laughs> I just was dying. Cause like this guy is just being blatantly racist on Twitter and all of the Utah Jazz players responded to him and I thought it was great. I don't know how you can be racist and not like ba- or and like basketball. Like
1: if you're yeah. racist, like bas basketball is not the sport for you if you're racist.
0: That just doesn't make you need sense. to watch
1: hockey. That's yeah. your sport. <laughs> I just it's don't like, understand how you can be racist is in one general. of the most diverse sports if if I mean it's predominantly black,
0: which yeah. is fine,
1: I don't have a problem with that's not what I'm
0: saying exactly no, <laughs> which no is I know I'm sad I, that
1: I have to say that, but exactly. um you know like like those are those are the people that like you're supporting like and I don't know how you can not I, how you can have a problem with them if like you enjoy I, the sport, I guess like. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. like this is like a no brainer. Of course, they're gonna support Black Black Lives Matter. Like that's mm-hmm. them. That's what they're going to do.
0: Hundred like, percent. Why? Why I do you have a problem with that? I, I don't, don't have understand a problem with that. Why how people can be blatantly racist on Twitter or in general? Like, how can you just be say like, oh, that human being? Nah, not it. I'm like, like I just don't understand how that goes through your brain. And what's worse is that you decide to take it on social media. Like, what do you think's gonna happen, dude? Like, <laughs> I don't get it, man. Especially, like you said, when you're watching a sport like basketball, where like that group of people has done so much for the sport is predominantly like represented in that sport. And then you're going to go against a movement that's so important right now, like on social media where everybody can see it.
1: I just feel bad for jazz fans that aren't racist because like they <laughs> yes. get a really bad rap of Celtics being racist. Too. Boston fans yeah. do too. And like you had one guy say the n word at Fenway Park, yeah. And now like we're all racist, and I really hate that. Yeah, because it's, cause it's I'm weird. not racist, mm-hmm. and uh, it's really annoying when people think I am racist. Like I hate when like you see like them like a like a big like ESPN or or uh, like Bleacher Report like tweet something about the Celtics, and like in the comments is all like yeah. clan stuff, and it's like oh that's really funny, <laughs> like. So original, it's like yeah. it
0: gets funnier every time. It doesn't, it, it's just not a good look for guys like us. Like, that's just not true. Like, I feel like there's plenty of good Utah fans out there, too. It's just the, this, the small representative doesn't represent everybody that roots for that team. But you know, I know some baseball players have clauses in their contract that they can't get traded to Boston because it's that. That, bad. that was one guy, Tory Hunter, uh,
1: right? Tori Hunter. There's yeah. one
0: guy. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> it, he was a really good player too. So like, well, yeah. I, you probably know that you used to like baseball a lot or your dad does.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so like, that's kind of an L, you know, like you can't yeah. acquire players like that. Speaking of like good players, amazing segue world class for me. <laughs> uh, Bradley Beal says he has yep. not decided yet whether to play in Orlando. That would be huge. That would be the like, best player topped out. if, If he doesn't play, you might as well not invite the Wizards.
0: Yeah, yeah, because they're not going to make it. No, it's it's questionable even if they have him. So if they don't have him, then I just don't think they even have a shot. I
1: mean, like I guess, like like everyone. It's their decision whether they want to play, but this one makes the least amount of sense to me. I mean, I don't know if he has a family or whatever, but like, I mean,
0: I guess if he does, then it makes sense. But like, I think he has kids. I, I'm pretty sure he has kids.
1: Demand's the, the only reason the Wizards got invited. Like, if he's not yes. going to play,
0: like, it's, it's literally defeats the whole purpose of him, like, of them being invited. No, yeah, 100%. And I feel like they have a decent chance now that the Nets are completely healthy. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not saying, like, oh, good for the Wizards because the Nets are sick. Like, obviously, I want all of the Nets players to recover as soon as possible. But from a strictly basketball perspective, the Wizards do have a much better shot at getting into the playoffs now that, like, they're potentially missing Dinwiddie and Jordan.
1: Yeah, it's just, like, really confusing to me. It's like, uh, all right. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it just it makes no sense in terms of basketball. Yeah. Stand. Like, I mean, I guess, like, if you really think about it, like, why would he risk going and playing like if they're not going to win a championship? Yeah, not that's true. But like, that's also true. Um, it's just, it's just like really strange to me. It, that was oh, yeah. one I would never see coming.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it'll be. I think he'll end up going. I don't think he'll opt out. But the only argument I could see is what you said—that like obviously the Wizards have no chance at winning a title this year. They don't have the roster for it, and Bear Towns isn't already is already not going. So That's that could also be something huge. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. man. I just want to cover real basketball instead of um... this is all so <laughs> strange. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, I know we talked about free agents uh, a couple weeks ago or last week maybe, but. I wrote an article on where I think the best fit for each free agent is. Uh, You know, actually, before I get to that, what are the Knicks doing? Why did they release Alonzo Trier? I I saw that. That was really – I think he's solid. I I mean, I don't
1: watch the Knicks, so, like, I, I don't really know. You know, it's like one of those things like, oh, I, th- I thought that guy was good. Maybe he's not. Like, I don't watch him every day. I don't know what his stats are. But, like, when I see them play the Celtics, I was always like, wow, that guy's, like, pretty solid. Like, he was a good draft pick, and they got rid of him.
0: Yeah, for Theo Pinson. Like wh- Why? Why would you get no, rid of him? No idea. I think Tree would fit well in the Celtics. Not that we have the roster space to sign him, but... I, um, I wrote an article on it because I was baffled, and i am just been trying to write on, like, the, the news, if you know what I'm saying, like, what's happening. So, right. in the first 15 games, Trier played this year, right? In okay. six out of those 15, he took five or more shots. And out of those six games, he only shot below 44% from the field once. And he only shot below 50% twice. So, it's not like he was being inefficient. Is he, like, a liability on defense or something? I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't. I didn't look too deep into that, but as far as I know, he wasn't, like, he's not a, like, stereotypical bad defender. You know what I mean? I don't think he's a bad defender. And out of those games, uh, out of his 15 games that I was talking about, he shot three or more three-pointers in seven of them. And out of those games, there was only one game where he didn't make a single three. And then... For five of those games, he shot at least 40% from three. So he was, like, super efficient for them this year and last year, too. Like, he shot 38% from three last year, which is good. Like, I don't I don't get it. And then Theo Pinson, I looked at. Theo Pinson is shooting less than 40% from the field in his two seasons in the NBA. <laughs>
1: I, I have no idea. Like, it makes no sense. Maybe... I mean, if they if they waive somebody though they still have to pay him like
0: yeah exactly so um that was leading me into saying like where the best free agents could land and I thought of a good landing spot for I, I had four guys I had a landing spot for Cousins for Isaiah Thomas for Trier and then for like Schumpert slash Gerald Green because I see them as the same like similar players but uh I want to get your thoughts. Where do you think DeMarcus Cousins could end up or should end up? Like, do you think he'll end up on a team?
1: Is it, like, out of all the teams or, like, just those playing? Just those playing. Summer?
0: I use just those playing.
1: Um,
0: Houston, I guess, because <laughs> they don't have a center. <laughs> <Yeah>. Is that <laughs> where you if said? They, no, I said Miami. I feel like he could be a good bench player for them because they don't really have a good defensive backup center. Like, they have Olenek and Myers Leonard who aren't going to – defend really well so getting a big body in there could help
1: I don't understand what Houston's doing
0: I don't (laughs) I don't yeah I I feel like we've discussed this before and we'll discuss it again just PJ Tucker at center like PJ Tucker's a solid player seems like a cool guy but you just need a center like even even if it's a stretch center like if you have Kelly Olinick, you just need a body a big body you know what I'm saying yeah I don't know um, I, I picked a uh, landing spot for Isaiah Thomas, if you want to take a stab at that. Did you pick the Celtics? I didn't, because I didn't you think didn't it was a good fit. And, okay, and like so... We, could, we don't have anybody to release, you know what I mean? Like, we're not going to drop Tremont Waters or whatever. Okay. Um,
1: you could say Brooklyn. I don't,
0: mm-hmm. You might need scoring.
1: Uh, I wrote this article...
0: Really... Uh, 29th, so like a few days ago. So it was before I knew about the injuries. Okay, so this is injuries. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, They're in the East. I'll give you that. Okay, they're in the East. Mm -hmm. Orlando, they don't have a point guard
0: really. Yes, it was Orlando. They have faults, but I figured Isaiah Thomas, like the Magic obviously have always been known for their defense and their offense hasn't been all that. So having – Isaiah Thomas won't hurt their defense too much and it'll vastly help their scoring off the bench. So I figured that'd be a decent fit for him. I think they could give him a job. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, Trier, I said the Grizzlies because he kind of fits their timeline. Like he's younger. And I really help. think he would be Eagles. good here. I think I think yes. he'd be
1: worth dropping someone for here. He's young. I he agree. could be a backup point guard which is something the Celtics kind of clamored for this year. I mean, Brad Wanamaker is solid. He's kind of old. I think it's Plus, like goes. some people have been not satisfied with him, even though I think he's fine. Yeah, just having um, a
0: backup guard on the team would be great, like a wing-guard-player combo. Yeah. That can, shoot, I, that can shoot, which is the big thing. I, I don't really know who you're going to give up for him, but I would be willing to give up something. Um, um Maybe Javante or Poirier. I mean, I like Javante, but... Uh, well, Poirier they can't because uh, they signed him to two years. Right, two years. So maybe Javante. I like him. I like what he brings. His defense is solid. He's super athletic, but truer I think is just a better player at this point in their career. I don't know. He's more upside. Um, exactly. Uh, yeah. Green's he's older. D- yeah, by a couple of years. So it's um always nice to get younger, but. I guess at some point you gotta just build for, for now. And I feel like the Celtics are transitioning to that point. Um I'm really curious, I guess we could talk about this a little. Uh, to see what the Celtics do when Gordon's and Kemba's contracts are both up. Do you think they'll re sign them to smaller deals? Do you think they'll move on, try to go full Tatum's generation movement, or what do you what do you think?
1: I'm not really sure. I think I mean Gordon Hayward's gonna opt in. I don't know why people don't think he's going to. He's not going to make that kind of money anywhere else. He's going to opt in. Exactly. Um, I don't know if he would leave. Maybe he would. I don't know if he... Like, you know, next thing future, if he's going to want to leave. Maybe he'll like it here. Maybe he doesn't. Mm -hmm. Um, You've got... uh, Kemba. Kemba. Kemba's Kemba's because
0: Kemba's kinda old, but he's not he's not super old, but uh um, say Hayward, I think.
1: Okay. So
0: But it's it's just weird because they're so much I older see, than the other guys in the core. I could see him taking a
1: smaller contract if they're having a lot of success. Yeah. Um I mean, I could also see them replacing him with somebody else. I don't particularly know who. I I think we talked about this before. Out of the starting five, Kemba is the one that I would trade. Yes, I agree. I think he's the easiest to replace just because Mm -hmm. uh, it's not that he's not special or anything, but, um, you know, you can find scoring somewhere else. Exactly. I agree. And I feel like you're going to trade for, like, a center. Like, I think Carl anthony Towns is the one that we were talking about when I said it, but... Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you know, he's someone you could package in there. I don't I I don't want them to get rid of Kemba per se, but he's the one that I would easily part with the most. Yes,
0: I agree. Speaking um, of trading, uh Jason Tatum in my eyes, I think is obviously untouchable. I don't think I'd trade him for anybody else in the league. Do you would you agree with that? Uh yes. After this season, yes. After
1: last yes. season, no.
0: Yeah, I I, same, I would have traded him
1: in the summer last season for Davis if it was Daily. Really?
0: I don't think I would have. I was against it.
1: Well, let me rephrase
0: that. If he had uh said he would stay. Would have okay, yeah. I got you. So, my question was though, would you trade Brown? Are you would you be open to trading Brown? <laughs> it would have to be something special. Okay. Like what? Like who? I don't know, but would you trade him for uh, Towns? Towns? Probably not. Uh, okay. I wouldn't either. I think Brown is so slept on. I think his contract, honestly, I think his contract's a steal. Like it it would have to be something like really amazing. Yes. Um, I wrote an article on Brown today. Uh just to keep, you know, name dropping my articles on bannertownusa.com. dot But um <laughs> You have to. Of course, of course. A lot of I wrote them,
1: otherwise you're read you're
0: writing, and then you get frustrated
1: and you're like, I'm not gonna write anymore. Exactly. Screw everybody. Exactly.
0: So I was um I was golfing yesterday with the boys uh you no, I really don't. We just go for fun, like every once in a while. I'm, do you I like it's... play
1: golf, or do you just hit the driving range?
0: No, we actually play golf, and I've actually been getting better. It's kind of just like how's a that? Odd... I I enjoy it. I used to despise golf, but so I've do like started the games to Games take it. forever because you guys like don't actually golf. I mean, it took us an hour and a half to get through nine holes, which is not bad at all. Like it was pretty speedy. It was fun, but I've never I golfed. Did... I enjoyed it. I used to hate it because I played with my um my family a lot and not that they made it worse but I I always felt a lot of pressure to do well or like keep up with the pace and you know everything but now that I play with my buddies I think I've taken a step back and said like okay it's not that big of a deal like I can just have fun and play so I'm playing with my dad again on Friday and I'm excited because I, I've taken a new approach to the game if you know what I'm saying yeah uh, but anyway so where are you thinking, going with golf <laughs> I was golfing yesterday and I woke up super late because my sleep schedule is really messed up Um, And I was like, crap, I haven't tweeted today. I need to get my name out there, you know, just tweet something. So I I tweeted out, can Jalen Brown just get the respect he deserves already? And it is now my most liked tweet ever. It had 44 likes, eight retweets, and three comments. Oh, damn. (laughs) Just I was just like random, like completely random tweet, just trying to get some content out there. Like that's not even content. That's just me tweeting something random on Twitter for the sake of tweeting. But after that, I – went home and wrote an article on Jalen Brown. And I think that Jalen Brown, read the article to hear my thoughts on why, but I'll talk about it a little. It's a top five shooting guard in the NBA.
1: Top five? Top five. Harden. Harden,
0: Are you counting injured players? No, I I didn't count Clay. Okay. Harden. Harden. I counted Luka. Luka's a shooting guard? All right. Uh, That's what he's listed as on ESPN, so... What about Jimmy Butler? Uh, he's a small forward. That's what small he's saying. small
1: forward, so he doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Uh, CJ Beale. McCollum, maybe. Beale. I had yep.
0: Beal above him, and I had Donovan Mitchell barely above him. I had him, I had Brown better than McCollum. And the really hot take, I had Brown better than Devin Booker, which is I, – I understand. <laughs> I think
1: Devin Booker's really overrated because <laughs> he's not winning.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's why I had Mitchell instead of Booker because Mitchell has proved he can win. Obviously, he's had a better team, but still. Like
1: Brown, yeah. see Brown's done it in the playoffs, which I think mm-hmm. makes him very impressive compared to those guys. uh Who's the other one? McCollum. McCollum. The Blazers went to the Western Conference Finals a couple of years ago, right?
0: Yeah, but like last
1: McCullum, year. What, two years ago. No.
0: Was it What's last, last year? year? I don't know. I
1: don't pay attention. It's to been baseball
0: so baseball. long since basketball. <laughs> um,
1: they they did make it. So he's had playoff success. Uh. But Brown, you know, Brown and Tatum really carried that team a couple years ago. So, and he was, yeah. what, 21 at the time?
0: Yeah, something like that. He's had a
1: great year this year. Um, he plays great defense, he scores, he's athletic.
0: Something else Jump I brought up is
1: becoming reliable.
0: Mm-hmm. Something else I brought up is out of those guys, uh, they're all number one options on the team outside of CJ. Like by far, like Beal on the Wizards, Luke on the Mavericks, Harden on the Rockets, Booker on the Suns, and even Mitchell on the Jazz, realistically, you know what I'm saying? Like Brown's the third option. There hasn't been a game this season, like I get injuries, but there hasn't been a game this season where either Tatum or Kemba didn't play. Like there hasn't been a game where they were both hurt. I checked unless I have misread the information, but.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Brown has never been. I'm thinking back. I don't, I don't remember any that they didn't both play. Brown hasn't been the number one option for a single game this season, and he's still averaging 20.4 points and playing and averaging as many rebounds as almost anyone. Like, his playmaking's not there, but then when you look at his usage rate, it doesn't have to be there because he doesn't have the ball in his hands. I mean, I don't know. And I think he's by far the best defender out of that bunch. Like, the only one whose defensive rating is as good as Brown's is Luca's, which I just don't understand because I think Brown's clearly a better defender than Lucas. I really like Luka a lot. I do, but he's not a great defender in my opinion. Yeah.
1: I don't so. watch Luka, so I don't
0: <laughs> – I'm so bad. <laughs> I'm always like, man, I
1: don't watch them. I sound like such a casual fan. I mean, I'm a casual NBA fan, but I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm a Celtics fan. And I know what I'm talking about, so gotcha, don't yeah. challenge me.
0: I watch a decent amount. Something else I pointed out. Brown is just a good – Person, like just in general, he does so much for the community and everything. He's and he's a genius. Like Brown is so smart, yeah. I, I completely agree. Like, he's he's active and stuff like that. And
1: um, he's mm-hmm. given talks at Harvard and MIT. And he obviously went to the protests and yeah. he's spoken out about that. And um, I think he's a really great person to have on the team around the Celtics. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about with Tom the character he has makes him. Fit here really well, yeah, um, especially since he's young, um, he's already got that maturity about him, yeah, instead yeah. of you know being young and stupid or young and careless and <laughs> making you know stupid decisions on and off the court, um Tatum's also very mature for his age, he's got deuce, so it's made him uh have a lot of character, Yep, as well. So, I think you know the Celtics are a really great group, like Tom said last Friday, so yeah it's it's nice to have a team like that you can cheer for. Um, I still think Marcus is for some reason sticks out to me as the man of the team, despite all of the other great characters on the team. yeah, no, I don't know what it is, but
0: uh I would you I say just... Brown you said Brown right or did you say Marcus yeah, Marcus, okay, that's what I thought, I mean, yeah. He's he's just a stand-up dude. Everybody if Brad Stevens offense. was about
1: having a captain, it would be Marcus. I, I don't think Brad likes the idea of having a captain on the team. No, yeah, I agree. Or at least publicly. Uh, you might, you know, at practice and stuff, you have leaders, but um, since he's been the coach, it was only Rondo, and then after that, there was no captain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, but yeah, you know, we talk about it all the time. We have guests that I think he's special, and they'll have his jersey retired someday, and um things like that so he he just fits with the city a lot and he you know he'll he will say that on twitter or, or yeah. whatever so character is great for this team and yeah. it's very exciting to see them uh go at it and mm-hmm. at the end of the month here they'll be starting their campaign for 18 hopefully mm-hmm. they'll be able to get it i, I think they have a chance as I much do too. as anybody i do too uh, people are, are sleeping on them a lot uh paul pierce was laughed at for saying they were that had the best lineup in the league, which yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know if they have the best lineup in the league, but they certainly have one of the best. Most
0: well-rounded, I
1: think, is very true. They can they bad. can have four guys beat you. Exactly. Night, and, so. and
0: Tice, Tice isn't a and, slouch either. Yeah, and but... Tice,
1: Tice is really good. So Tice has been the best <laughs> surprise of the season, I'd say. 100%. Maybe, maybe Brown or even Tatum. I mean, there are a lot of surprises on the team. I, I think Tatum was kind of a surprise the way he's played, especially lately.
0: Mm-hmm. I yeah. was,
1: it's not that I was losing hope with Tatum, but I, you know, I thought he might have, uh, reached his peak, uh, reach not reached his much. peak, but like he was overhyped. Yeah. I guess at the I, beginning, cause of the playoff run. He's, he's not anymore, but he's not. <laughs> and I, I wouldn't ever say he was overhyped, but no, like, yeah. you know, I felt like I wasn't sure if there was the substance there yet, but now there certainly is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think the Celtics have the best young duo in the league with Jalen and Jason. I can't think of a better young duo. What other young duos are there, though? Luka and Kristaps, maybe Zion and
1: Brandon Ingram. Um, Zion hasn't played yet. Kristaps isn't that good anymore. <laughs> you know, John
0: ja, uh, ja Morant and Jaron Jackson, that's really good. I really that's like a
1: solid that duo, one, but they
0: haven't... Well, they yeah. could make the playoffs, so I can't yeah. say that. So, I, mean, I think that honestly might be the best chance like over Luka and Kristaps, honestly. like Obviously, Luka's...
1: What's the? Oh no! It used to be the Lakers that would always say they had the
0: better young core. It's like what's <laughs> what's the team that always says yeah, you know, they have better yeah. young
1: players? And I mean and now they now, now they don't
0: have them anymore. The Pelicans now, I guess you could say, because that that is a great young core they have in New Orleans. But um, something just came out. Uh, I know Dan uh, Greenberg, Stuhl Greeny retweeted uh, Oladipo says his recent injury has him undecided on Orlando, and Greeny said it's pretty important for seeding. I mean, yeah. If Oladipo doesn't go to Orlando, like that's that's kind of big. They played fine without him, but like that's a huge loss. What did you say the spacing between four and sixes? Um, it's really close. The Pacers and the Sixers are tied. Like they are the same games back, so they're super close. And then the Heat are only a game and a half above them. So four through six is like up for grabs, basically. Mm. Yeah. So
1: would but, not mind playing the Pacers again without Oladipo in the playoffs. Backs that was
0: went well for us last year. So, <laughs> I mean, um, I'd still yeah. much rather play the Nets or the Magic, but I wouldn't mind playing the Pacers. I wouldn't even mind playing the Heat or the Sixers either. I think out of the team, I don't I would think mo-
1: Miami's that good.
0: Yeah, I would think I would least. I think the like Sixers are the best Sixers. team out of all of them. Yes, I agree, and I still am not. And not I, yeah, the and I, I don't think the Sixers are that great. <laughs> very... uh, I'm. I will say though, I am afraid of the Bucks. And I am. I would even go as far as to say I'm afraid of the Raptors a little bit because they're very good too. Yeah,
1: like I, there's an article we were talking about the 2K covers. People are angry that Zion is the cover athlete over Luka and John yeah. Morant.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think Zion deserves it yet. Like he will be, obviously, I think a very good player, but I think Luka should have been the clear vote to put on the cover. The only thing I could see is if they were trying to – I don't know, support the Black Lives Matter movement. I don't know if that's something they would do, but I still think Luca is, has proven himself more than that. NBA. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. No, I think so. I mean, shit, he's like an MVP candidate. So Exactly.
0: I mean, I don't know. Then again, Ronnie 2K has never been the best at running a game. <laughs> Ronnie 2K is an idiot, dude. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, uh, we can start to wrap this up here. I feel like we've talked about everything there's to talk about. I don't want to go on about nothing, but you know, to end this episode, uh, I guess we can do this every once in a while. Uh, who do you think the conference finals in both, uh, conferences, and then who's getting to the finals Who's who's winning? Just give, just give me your gut predictions right here.
1: Uh, I'm going to go backwards. I think the Clippers are going to win the finals. Um, I think they'll play the Lakers in the conference finals. Okay. And I think Milwaukee will go from the East, maybe. I, I don't know. I think the East is the most open. My yes. bias tells me it's open. I think they're going to play Boston in the the conference finals. I don't think um, there's going to be as much adversity to get to the conference finals this year for the Celtics. Yeah. Um. I'm really, really bad. For that kind of thing, then I'll tell you the Celtics are going to win the finals almost every time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> They have a chance. They do have a really good chance, I think. Yeah. I mean, if I had to go with my gut reaction, part of me wants to be like edgy and say that both LA teams will make the conference finals. But I, I think both LA teams will definitely make the conference finals. And then in the East, I do think it'll be Buck-Celtics as well. Uh, possibly the Raptors, but I, I think it'll be the Celtics. And then I think... It'll be a close series, but I do think Giannis might get the edge. But then again, it's also a toss-up. Like uh, My bias in me is just seeping through telling me to pick the Celtics. But I, I think the Lakers are going to beat out the Clippers in my honest opinion. But I know you don't like LeBron, so and I can see the Clippers winning. So. <laughs> Your hatred for LeBron runs strong, doesn't it? It does.
1: Yeah, I hope he <laughs> never goes to the finals again. Especially now he's on the Lakers, because I don't like the Lakers either. So yeah. I don't want either one of them winning. So double
0: double threat, you know.
1: <laughs> and if they win, there will one hundred percent be an asterisk next to the championship.
0: <laughs> yep, just because of the Lakers and LeBron. But right. yeah. Uh anything you want to say before we wrap this up here?
1: Um fun show coming for Friday for sure. Uh mm-hmm. if you're listening, listen to that one too. Uh it'll be really fun. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, get ready for the season to come back. We're ready. Um, we'll be putting out more content by then. 100%. Um, like Jack always says, if there's anything you want to hear us talk about, tell us. Um, yeah. Or guests that you want us to get in the future too, uh, do Yeah,
0: that. 100%. Let us know.
1: Um, yeah, Parquet Press on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about rebranding like Jack, but I don't know. Yeah. I like wearing the mask. <laughs>
0: I just decided that I wanted my face out there just because, I don't know. I see, like, all the, the writers do it. So I figured I'd just, you know, send it now rather than later. It is what it is. Yeah. Um. is that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, make sure to follow us both on Twitter, at Parquet Press for Sam. I'm at Bannertown Jack. Uh, Tweet us. Tweet at us if you want us to talk about anything or have anybody on the show. Like, tweet at them, too. I know we've been trying to get some players, but – We'll try our best. Thank you guys for listening lately. The listens and plays have been uh, up, uh, back to around, getting to around where they were before uh, the NBA got suspended, which is really um, nice to see. It's um, It encourages us, I think, to keep making these podcasts, which we, we really enjoy making for you guys. So, But, yeah, uh, thanks again for listening to From the Rafters, presented by Parquet Press in Bannertown, USA. Catch you guys next time. Peace out.